Welcome to Joe's Disc Golf Podcast with your host, Joe. That is me, your handsome, awesome, amazing host. And we have got some great topics to talk about here, including the Masters Cup winners, the Trilogy Challenge. Yes, that has just recently started here, and that has been a lot of fun to do. A Broken Barella, and so much more. So, so much more coming up here. If you might have noticed, the sound quality on this podcast has definitely gone up because, well, I am rocking a new microphone. Thank you to all of you who have supported me here through the podcast, through listening to that fantastic 30-second ad that you hear on my audio podcast all the time, every single podcast that I put up there. That helps pay the bills. And by pay the bills, I mean get me a very cheap, nicer quality used cheap microphone. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I do. Uh, From the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate it. Thank you all for listening, watching, supporting, doing whatever you can to help me out here. That is greatly appreciated because that helps me bring you higher quality, better content here to just talk about disc golf and just have fun and just have a great time. Bring you reviews like The Rive right here. Yes, I've got The Rive in my hand. That is going to be coming out tomorrow. That will be June 3rd. Keep an eye out on YouTube because guess what? We will have that up and running here soon. It is a long review. I have a great comparison in there. We talk about the Gladiator. We talk about the Defender. And we talk about the Rive. There's also another disc in there that we talk about. But I'm not going to tell you guys about that one yet. That's just a little secret there. That's going to be my fun little secret. Yeah. But besides that, we are here. We're having so much fun. I'm going to adjust the levels here. Hopefully, um, everything sounds good to you guys. Again, I appreciate everything. Without you guys, I would not be able to do what I do here, and that is talk about disc golf and do reviews on disc golf discs and just have fun with disc golf because disc golf is an awesome sport. It is so much fun to play. As you all know, if you're listening to this, if you're listening for the very first time, welcome thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on whatever your favorite podcast channel is. If you're catching me on Twitch or YouTube, well, I'm on the other one as well. So if you don't like one service over the other, you can just bounce over to the other one or you can just listen on your favorite podcast player. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Breaker, iHeartRadio, I think, and a couple other ones out there. I don't know. It's all super easy. If you listen to the audio version, you know that you can get all that through anchor.fm. And you can also support this channel through anchor.fm slash Joe's Disc Golf. So without further ado, let's get into our first topic here. And our first topic is going to be all about that Masters Cup. And the Masters Cup was fun to watch. It was a little frustrating to watch, only for the fact that, well, you couldn't catch any live coverage there. And it was it was a ton of fun to catch and watch all the action from all the different production companies that had it. And, well, you know, tons and tons of fun there. Uh, did I mention I love this microphone? Because I'm able to slide back and better get comfy to talk about this. So... Paige Pierce has won 
the Santa Cruz Masters Cup, she shot consecutively lower-rated rounds after starting the National Tour event with a 1,001-rated round at 24 holes, but she still managed to win her fifth Masters Cup by five strokes. She won with a final score of one over par overall. She was down for quite a while, but then that last day really got to her. She shot five over on the last day. It was not great, but it was also Dela. So if you've watched any of the coverage there, you can just see that you can have an absolutely beautiful shot and it catches the littlest stick, the littlest stone, and everything's sloped. So as soon as you catch that, you're just rolling down the hill. And that's just not any fun. That is not any fun at all there. But that is what happens. Sorry, I got to adjust the lights a little bit here, making sure you can see my ugly mug. Again, for you audio podcasters, you're like, what the hell? I don't, there's, there's a reason why I don't look at your ugly mug. I listen to you. But that's all right. It is all right. It is what it is. And that's all there is to say about that. However... We're going to get back here and talk about this stuff here. And we've got um, more to talk about with the Masters Cup here. But Dela, very tough course. Um, very, very difficult there. Uh, Kona was by far the closest to Paige going into that final round with only three strokes behind her. But even with Paige's putting not being um, the best with that early double bogey from Kona kind of gave Paige some more separation and it just didn't go well. Uh, Paige was the first <laughs> page. Oh man. Reading's hard, real hard. Paige was first or second in every major U disc live category, including strokes gained from T to green. Not a bad way to celebrate her 30th birthday. That's right. Paige Pierce, the rock star that she is, is only 30. That is fantastic. She's got a long disc golf career ahead of her. Had it not been for a seven over par second round, Katrina Allen would have been right there too. It would have been absolutely insane to see those two go between it. And there was definitely a three-wide tie between Kona star Panis, Alexis Mondahuano, and Juliana Corver. Uh, these are pretty great. I mean, for the first thing, um, Corver is coming off a Pro Masters 40-plus victory, and she's hanging out with the young dogs here, just going out and getting it and totally just crushing it there. Uh, Mondawano uh, continues to improve on her career best uh, professional finishing, having previously turned in her highest Elite Series placement at fourth place at Texas States, and she earned her first podium, podium ever at Santa Cruz. Words are so hard today. Have you ever had one of those days where you're just like, I know the words in my head are great, but they can't come out the mouth hole, and uh, I just have bad day. That's how I feel right now. Uh, it was absolutely fun to watch. On the men's side, Adam Hams is ju was just going to town. Uh, Adam was going ham on the course. This is what he had to say. To have my name with the list of players and former past champions from this course and enjoying everything that goes into this tournament, I can't even really talk. Sorry, Adam had said, holding back tears. It's unbelievable. He was so excited. 
Uh, him and Kevin Jones were tied neck and neck, 25 under par with uh, six strokes on the field. So it really was, I mean, at Dela, obviously, I mean, it's not hard to take a double or a triple, but six strokes is a pretty comfortable lead. Obviously, anything can happen. But um, what really helped here was Adam said that he was trying to take it shot by shot. Throw a bad tee shot, get to the lie, then focus on the putt. Don't let it get in your head. And that is some that is great advice to play disc golf by, to play regular golf by, to play a lot of sports by. Is just do that one thing and then go to the next and then go to the next and just forget what happened. Just flush it. Just absorb it, learn from it, flush it, get rid of it. Because all it's going to do is just take you down and then you're not going to play well. And then that's just going to snowball into worse and worse things. And you're just not going to be happy about that. Uh, had uh, As Hams kept Jones at bay, it was James Proctor who started out the day in third at 19 under par and put the putting pressure on. He was playing great. He was on the chase card. He um, made a 50-foot eagle on hole 14 to cap off a four under par run through three holes. That is insane. He did a fantastic job there. Uh, he finished total 32 under par and came right around the time that uh, it, that Hams had his big circle two putt par putts on holes 20 and 21, kept them at 32 under par total as well. Um, it was just absolutely insane to watch these two go back and forth. Go watch it on Jomez and Gatekeeper, I believe, was the other one who had the men's. And just watch it. It was absolutely insane to see how good both of these players were and to see how they were able to just manage to get everything in and going and rocking and rolling. And it was just absolutely astounding. But you know what else is outstanding and astounding is ESPN featuring... Uh, disc golf, a disc golf story on Sports Center, all about mental health. Uh, the Sports Center is running a feature story about disc golf as a way to help with self care. Uh, following the story of Chad Duncan and his father Barry, ESPN explores how disc golf can provide an outlet for mental health awareness and suicide prevention. And honestly, generally speaking, getting out into nature and just getting out and being active is a, a great outlet in general. Uh, disc golf makes it easy because you can go for a walk with a purpose is what I like to say. You go out, you throw your plastic and then you go walk for it and then you putt and then you walk for it and then you throw and then you walk for it and look around and swear and ask why are trees and praise Jesus, treesus and just you know, do uh, do things like that. But Duncan uh, helped found the group Disc for Life. It's an organization trying to bring further awareness to suicide, depression, suicide, depression, anxiety, and mental health issues. Um, reading from Disc for Life, and you can find them at discforlife.org. Uh, battling with anxiety and depression can be one of the hardest things to overcome. This is a group of disc golfers who are trying to bring, again, further awareness to all these issues. Um, this organization started to um, in a, as a way for uh, the founder... Um, uh, sorry. Um, Chad Duncan to uh, help cope with a way of... 
uh, his uh, dealing with his own mental health issues after his father ended his life uh, because of depression related issues there. So uh, disc golfer, they say that the disc golf community has some amazing people in it. And I will say I've I fortunately have not had to deal with anything like that. However, just generally speaking, they are just a great disc golfers are a great group. We're always out there helping everyone. You know, it, how often have you gone to a course for the first time and you see somebody else out there playing and you're just like, hey, you know, what's the deal with this or that? They're always super helpful with that. And it's just, it's nice to see that their outreach is just going beyond the disc golf course and helping with this. So if you would like to help them financially, feel free to donate. Anything helps. They'll take anything. You just go to discforlife.org. Go to their donation page. Um, you could also buy things for your tournaments, apparel, and all that other fun stuff. They have stuff there. You can donate a disc to help out with that. Um, they do other giveaways, things like that. It's just it's really helpful for them to do that. Um, you could do a remembrance sponsorship. Generally speaking, um, the the Barry Duncan Memorial Disc Outing charity event has just passed. That was this past weekend on May 29th. This is in Seymour Smith Park, Omaha, Nebraska. So make sure that you speak up and speak out. Break the stigma of suicide. We are all here for each other. You are not alone. Your round is not over. So if you are looking again to help out at all, you can donate, um, help do a remembrance sponsorship or anything like that, uh, go ahead and uh, just, you know, be kind to those around you. Be a good person. Um, you know, help out. Talk to those. If you're feeling down and depressed, reach out to a friend. Talk to someone. It's, it is okay. It is, um, it's tough, but that's where true friends come out to help. And, you know, disc golfers, getting out and walking and talking is always a good thing. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's rough, but you can get through it and you can survive. We're going to move on to a uh, slightly happier topic now. Um, we're going to talk about the Trilogy Challenge. We had an event out here in Fort Fun. We had a fantastic time there. Went out with two buddies, played 24 holes on a course that I know pretty well uh, with some of those being in the woods, six tightly wooded holes. And that was a lot of fun trying to figure out what I was going to throw because your putter is the Emac Judge. It is made from this eco plastic that is, frankly, not that durable. Um, it feels, they say it should be, it feels like prime plastic, but it doesn't seem to be as durable as prime plastic it seems to be less durable so that could be good if you're looking to get something in eco plastic which is going to be uh, more environmentally friendly here but it just isn't going to last as long so you could beat this in pretty quick to get that uh, unique flight pattern out of other discs if they make it in eco plastic right now the only thing i know that they make eco plastic is the emac judge which Emac Judge you can find on you can find a full review of the Emac Judge on the uh, Joe's Disc Golf YouTube page. It is 
tons of fun there. Good stuff. One of my first reviews out there. Uh, one of my first serious reviews. And uh, love to hear some uh, constructive criticism. Feedback is always great. Positive feedback is appreciated. Uh, criticisms are always great as long as they're done in a helpful way. Telling me I suck is nothing new. If I wanted to hear that, I would just go to work. But that's what you get for working with athletes. So Emac Judge, good putter. Um, Cliff Notes version, I don't like it. Um, I don't like the way it feels in my hand. Uh, throwing wise, it's a great putter. It's a, I mean, it holds whatever line you really put it on. It has a little bit of stability. Um, I just don't like the feel. I don't like the micro bead. So if you want a micro bead, this is a good disc for you. I actually, my putting was on really well this past trilogy challenge, and that was a ton of fun. Uh, your mid range is the warship, which I will try to get a full review out for there. You'll find a short on my YouTube page all about the three discs that you get there. Your mid range, uh, this is in a glimmer VIP plastic. So it's a little more stable than what you would normally expect. I like the cool stamp on here. Let me get that on camera. The Trilogy Champ, Trilogy Challenge Stamp Warship. Um, neutral, slightly stable. If you're familiar with the Truth or the Emac Truth, it is, in my opinion, a little less stable than the Emac Truth. Uh, a little more stable or maybe right about in line with the regular truth it flies pretty straight i had good times with it i turned it over once or twice but that was also the challenge of the trilogy challenge is playing with discs you don't quite know overall a uh, good disc it's in vip plastic i will be getting a full review out hopefully pretty soon and last but not least certainly one of the more favorite discs i've had at a trilogy challenge would be the sapphire and this is a heavy sapphire this is a sapphire uh 170 plus carat edition so their carat line or the heavier discs of their beginner discs normally a sapphire is in the 150 gram range this one is 171 grams so this one is a chunker it is a great disc and i had a lot of fun throwing it uh, i managed to um, I, what really surprised me about this disc is the fact that I was able to give it a full go, a full send, and it went and it turned over a bit and it would hold right, hold right, hold right, and finish left. I was very impressed with how much fight it had in it because generally uh, my less stable discs, uh, something like the Vandal, it'll ride right and just keep on going to the right if I turn it and throw it too hard. Same thing with the bounty. It'll just keep on going to the right. This felt, um, I guess, more like the Emac Truth in the sense that you can put it on that Annie line and it'll fight back eventually. It may not come all the way back and go past you to the left, but it will come back and it'll be a pretty good shot, in my opinion. I managed to go, I believe I shot seven down, which got me diddly squat in my bracket because there were three people who tied with eight down had i bumped up to and that was the experience division had i bumped up to the open division i would have tied for first and had a playoff for a marksman basket that's what we did they had each division had a chance to win a gift card 
Uh, first, second, third got gift cards to Dynamic Discs, all sponsored by Dynamic Discs. And the winner of the Open Division got a Marksman Basket in second place and third place. Both got extra um, gift cards. Words are hard, again, still. Also, on top of that, what our club did was do CTPs. And I managed to win a uh, CTP on one of the holes. I was actually surprised it stuck all day. But it was a pretty good shot, and I had to remember that I got a little lucky, got a nice little forward slide, and these were discs that not everybody knew how to do. And on top of that, the disc that I won, the CTP that I got, was a slammer, but it is a unique slammer. It is a lime-scented slammer. However, somebody else pointed out that um, it kind of sort of smelled like a urinal cake. Ladies, you don't necessarily know what that means. But, uh, gentlemen, I now have a urinal cake scented slammer. I can't wait to get it. I will be getting it this weekend as I get ready to play another tournament. That will be the Fort Wayne Outfitters Open. And um, I'm going to try to play that on this Saturday. That's two rounds at two different courses. And stay on top of my coverage of the Portland Open, which happens this weekend starting on Friday. Now, before I go into talking about that, we're going to talk about one other thing here. Anthony Barella had to withdraw from the Masters Cup due to a hand injury here. Quoting him, I sprained or fractured my throwing hand, slamming it into a tree on a follow-through. I'm going to go home Monday and get it x-rayed to see what the deal is. No word on what has happened there. Haven't been able to find any information whether or not he has managed to uh, injure himself or if he's pretty lucky and it didn't. I know that follow through, you guys really have to be careful. I know it's easier said than done. And sometimes you just don't realize how close you are to that tree or you don't notice that tree that's just behind you. So when you give it a full send and get that follow through, you whack your hand hard. I've hit my hand pretty hard on trees. I'm sure most of you have. Fortunately, nothing bad has happened with this. But as a pro disc golfer like that, that is a huge hit and can be definitely a financial burden there. Hopefully, everything is okay with him. Hopefully, nothing major. Hopefully, it's just a contusion, a bruise, so he doesn't have to really miss any time because he was on a roll. He was second place at the OTB Open and um, the challenge at Goat Hill. He's really starting to get things moving. So I'm really hoping that uh, Anthony Barella does well and that he hopefully doesn't have to um, have surgery or be out for an extended period of time. But the only one who will know that for sure is, well, the doctor he goes to see. I, again, this is uh, me on my little bit of a soapbox here. This is why you need to have athletic trainers, at least just one athletic trainer at these events because stuff like this happens and you need someone there who is trained in injury recognition and management and emergency medicine in that sense and be able to, you know, take care of these issues to go to look at them and go, hey, man, your hand, you're not it's not broken or, yeah, you know, the signs, the the evaluation I did, things are making me lead that making me think that you should get an x-ray to rule out a fracture 
or yeah, it's a sprain. No, it's just a bruise. This is why you need things like that. And I'm really hoping that, you know, they come to their senses and they get a sports medicine professional at these things because things happen. That is, that is my soapbox right now. That is whew, rant done. Time to finish up with the upcoming Portland Open. This is presented by Dynamic Discs, and you can catch all the action live, I believe, tomorrow. This would be Thursday, June 3rd. You will have the, uh, the general Disc Golf Network live press conferences. As of right now, it looks like the they will have all their stuff going up and running and be able to give you all that live content, just as you would expect. That will be on the Disc Golf Network. MPO Lead Card will be Jomez Pro. MPO Chase Card will be Gatekeeper Media. GK Pro will have the FPO Lead. And B-Dub Pro, which I've not heard of them, will have FPO Chase. B-Dub Pro has 531 subscribers. Go ahead and go check them out. Reading them, they are the reading about their description. They are the Birdwatch Productions or B-Dub Pro for short. Come bird watch with us. No, not that kind of bird watching. This kind of bird watching. I was really hoping someone would flip the bird, but it looks like they've uh, covered some local stuff out there. Battle of Hornings. Uh, they have a couple rounds of that of MPO that was this year. Uh, the Sows uh, Twenty Five All Star Weekend. That looks like another regional event. So go ahead, check them out. They've been doing quite a bit of stuff. Their channel has been around for quite a while. They've done some pretty cool intro stuff, so hopefully uh, everything here will be a lot of fun to watch with them. But that appears to be everything that I have here. I want to thank you all for watching. Let me know what you think of the new logo. I have it up there. I finally figured out how to not, you know, if you like that pink background on it, that's great. Um, but that was not supposed to happen. That was thank you, YouTube, for being a butthead and messing with things there because that's not how that was supposed to go but that is just how that happens i don't know but hey thank you youtube thank you all for watching and listening don't forget to like and subscribe the uh to the youtube channel like the video rate review on wherever you get your podcast information from Go ahead and follow me over on Instagram and Twitter. We do have a Facebook page where I'm trying to be more active and try to talk to the community. There's also a Discord channel, which there should be a link in the video description below. I will also try to get that included into the audio podcast so you can go ahead and listen to that. Unfortunately, I didn't realize that Discord defaults to a seven-day uh, life of the link and that is not a good thing when you leave these up in perpetuity so I have tried to change it to hopefully have a permanent link to get to the discord channel so thank you all for watching I've been Joe, you've been awesome don't forget to thank Treesus when you have a great tree kick and when you kick deeper into the woods reflect and repent because you have transgressed, transgressed against Treesus in some way Thank you all for watching, and I hope you all have a great day.